back in Randos to Fandom oh. at Random. Hey guys, coming back at you remote style. Remote at Random. Mm. So Brian, how how you doing way way out there in uh Random Remote Land? You know the weather weather is acting up and um it's really cold up here, but I'm doing okay. <laughs> So, uh, unfortunately, my entire family, we're fighting off a, a cold right now, pretty bad cold, so didn't want to chance it with everything going on, so Brian will be with us remotely today, but he's yeah, here in spirit. I, all the way in California, as far away as I can fucking get from that out. California! California! So, welcome back in, Randos, to the Fandom at Random podcast. We've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. We're going to be talking about some video game news and uh, I mean, Magic I'm a. Oh wait, what does that sound? Uh, oh, is that is that Sony burying Microsoft in the backyard right now? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Oh man, or is that Microsoft digging their own grave? One <laughs> or the other. I think either way, uh, either way, you might be hitting the nail on the head there. But <laughs> we've got a bunch of fun stuff. The nail on the coffin. Yeah, ah. exactly. So we've got a bunch of fun stuff to talk about today the news at random and spoiler alert the ps5 showcase we're doing a random recap on that a lot of fun stuff to talk about but before we get into the news at random we do want to mention randos oh shit fandom fright fest is coming so fandom fright fest favorite time of the year uh we'll be covering all things spooky paranormal halloweeny and Stuff. Yeah, it should. I know that, Brian, that's right up your wheelhouse. It's your favorite time of year. Fucking A. And, yeah, I mean, head over to fandomatrandom.com. Drop us a line if there's anything you want us, you know, spooky to talk about. We've already got some pretty good ideas of what we want to do. So we'll have uh, five episodes dropping in the month of October. All with, oh, you know, yeah. spooktacular shit. Brian, you're also doing something. What is it? Uh, Fandom Fright Fest 40? Sure am. So it's called the Phantom Fright 40. Ah, Phantom so Fright 40. Just want to correct you over there, Ed. So starting <laughs> September 22nd, I'm going to be posting on my Instagram, Brian at Random, every day one movie that you should watch for 40 days up until Halloween. So every day for 40 days, you'll get a new movie. And the whole thing is, it's going to be movies you it's, I'm going to leave out all the kings of horror, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, none of that will be on there. It's going to be all the good ones that I personally love. So you'll have a recommendation every day to look forward to. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> yep. well, I'm a little bitch when it comes to horror, but maybe I'll check some of those out if they're not too spooky. <laughs> some of them are going to be funny, too. I got the list almost done. So. Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Yeah. Yeah. Get that in there, man. It's a good one. Right? No, Spider-Man 3. That's scary. <laughs> that is scary as shit. Well, let's get into the news at random. And Brian, we've got some big old news to kick off <laughs> news at random. The news is swinging on in real hard. <laughs> So, for those of you listening who haven't already heard or seen, uh, Chris Evans, Captain America himself, had a little bit of an oopsie, actually uploaded a dick pic onto his Instagram stories, 
much to my wife's much to my wife's delight. Oh my god! (laughs) I was I was not. I was nonchalantly telling Nicole about it. I'm like, yeah, um, yeah. Apparently, Chris Evans like accidentally uploaded a dick pic. She like dove for her phone. I was like, God damn! Furiously typing while you're talking, like Captain America's dick. (laughs) She's like, what? What? What what were you saying? Uh, But it was, you know, it was an honest mistake. He was, Uh you know, Twitter went insane with it. Uh, But his brother Scott. Multiple co-stars like Mark Ruffalo all hopped on social media. They came out to support him and kind of laugh off the mistake. Hey, it happens, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's not Captain America anymore. Now he's Mushroom Cap. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, he needed to put himself back on the grid. And what better way to do that than slip a dick pic out there? That's what I did. Yeah, you got to put your mushroom stamp of approval back on the grid. You know, to... When we make... When we make it big, dude, that's going to come out, and my girlfriend is not going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so let's talk some uh, really quick sports, sports at random. So uh, NFL Week 1 is in the books. NFL Week 2 is happening. And, Brian, I'm just more amazed that they were able to pull this off amidst all the COVID I shit know. going on. Right. And it actually, I watched, surprisingly, yay sports. Um <laughs> It, with the crowd sounds in the back that they were making and everything else, it actually kind of felt like real football. Yeah, I was just, I was excited to get some, you know, just real sports, real football again. Fantasy football kicking off, which is always fun. Got to see Cam yeah. Newton uh, lead the Patriots to a win, which was kind of cool. Uh, he also yeah. ended up giving, uh, we just talked about Chadwick Boseman the other week, rest in peace, but he gave... Um, Black Panther, a shout out after one of his rent touchdowns that he ran in. He actually did Wakanda Forever, uh, which yeah, is kind of cool. cool. Yeah. And then last bit of sporting news. This actually just broke today, thanks to uh, our reporter on the streets, Wayne, the Wayne Train. <laughs> he actually texted texted us to me right before we started. He's like, "Hey, here's some news for you." So a German right. a German soccer team, they just lost thirty seven to nothing. So no, we just talked about football. This is not a football score. This is a soccer score. <laughs> They, so 37 to nothing because they were practicing social distancing after their opponents were exposed to COVID during a previous game. Christ, dude. Like, why even play at that point? At that Who's point. right idea was that? At that point, call the game, man. Yeah. Or just say, fuck it, and quarantine for two weeks after you play them. Something. Anything better than social distancing in a sport <laughs> that requires getting in close. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, let's talk about, again, we're going to be talking, we're jumping all over the place here. Let's talk about GameStop for a minute, or I should say the failing the failing GameStop. It's been no surprise. I mean, they've had a lot of store closures. They just closed 100 more stores. Um, so, I mean, right now, it's it, initially they said it was going to be around 320 stores this year. They're already between 400 and 450. When is GameStop going to wake up, Brian, and realize that they're, they're a dinosaur. It's a failing business model, especially with these yeah. newer consoles pushing digital sales. I mean, what 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 the hell? What are they gonna do? Right. I mean, if I'm being honest, dude, I was still a fan of GameStop even before the pandemic. I still love physical games. I love going to the store and talking to the people there and all that good old school stuff. But then the pandemic hit, and now all these digital consoles are coming out. It's yeah, they're really fighting a losing battle now. Yeah, yeah. So I think you're gonna see. If I had to put a timeline on it, a timeline on it, 
I would venture to guess within three years. I'm going to say three to four years, they pulled the plug on GameStop. You know what would be brilliant of them? They For the past few years, they should have been future-proofing themselves by making an app, basically GameStop Online, full online retailer, you know? Yeah. And if they could have made, I'm sure it's more complicated than it sounds, but if they could have made deals with PlayStation <laughs> and Xbox, um, <laughs> Xbox, <laughs> Xbox, then they might have been able to pull through. I don't know. Yeah, well, I think too little, too late. But yeah, some, now it's too late. <clears throat> some good news: uh, the Mandalorian season two trailer finally dropped. Finally, I like those odds. Had to throw the little "I like those odds" in there. <laughs> I gotta tell Brian what I'm dropping here because he's remote. He yeah. cannot hear the drop, so he's uh he's kind of casting using, deaf over there. Using the force to hear the drop. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what did you think about the trailer? Honestly, I thought it looked great. Um, Baby Yoda's funny as hell as usual, and it looked like it had a lot going on, so I'm psyched. Yeah, and they're they're strongly hinting at we may see some form of a Jedi or a Force user in this season. Right. They already hinted at Ahsoka Tano, which would be badass. We know we're getting right. Boba Fett in one way, shape, or form, so I'm pumped. I love uh, I love how they call them like sorcerers and they're this mythical being in the Mandalorian universe, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're very mysterious, uh, the Jedi and Sith ways, so very cool. And yeah. the timing yep. is perfect. I think the episode drops October 30th, so uh, uh-huh. just in time for us, we'll finish up Phantom Fright Fest, and then probably the week after that, we'll do a quick recap of uh, episode one. Oh, yeah. Speaking of trailers, this one excited me, uh, Ruby Volume 8. My God, they're already up to Volume 8. Again, Ruby, R-W-B-Y for the uninitiated. Uh, New season kicking off November 7th. I'm pumped about it. One of my favorite anime-esque shows, so it's not truly anime, but it might as well be. Heavily inspired, uh, done by Rooster Teeth. Again, the people that got famous doing Red vs. Blue, the Halo spoofs way back in the day. And I love it. I mean, I've seen the first season. I haven't seen anything after that yet, but, dude, I was a huge fan, for sure. Yeah, you got to get caught up, man. You've got time. I know. Show yep. to Taylor, too. I guarantee you she'd love it. Yeah, she would, definitely. Well, let's uh, move on from trailers, and let's talk about actual movies that are being filmed amidst the COVID chaos. The Batman, again, Robert Pattinson's Batman, finally resumed production. Uh, they had to shut down for a couple weeks when uh, Robert Pattinson himself actually tested positive for COVID-19. So, I mean, it's good, to see, it's good to see he bounced back and everybody involved bounced back. Healthy, good to go. Uh, I mean, COVID can't keep the Batman down. Come on. No, dude, any celebrity that gets it. It's like fucking Magic Johnson and Ace. It doesn't affect them. They got money. <laughs> it's true. And actually, real, I didn't have a note, but uh, tomorrow is actually National Batman Day. So, keep an eye yeah. on... Keep an eye on uh, any kind of DC or Batman-related announcements. I wouldn't be surprised if they drop something. Yeah. I'm just going to wear a Batman costume around the apartment all day and not say anything to Taylor. <laughs> just be like, I'm Batman. Taylor. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, where's the trigger? Where's the trigger? Uh, casting news. We've got some casting news in the Marvel Universe, so let's flip the script from DC for a minute. She-Hulk. Weird, man. Yeah, so yeah. She-Hulk has been cast. None other than Tatiana Maslany. 
Armazlani. Not sure how to pronounce the last name there, but uh, she is, again, famous from Orphan Black. Another cool show. Have but you seen that show? I have. Dude, she, let me put it, I mean, she is an amazing actress. Orphan Black proved that. That show was amazing. But she is fucking tiny. Like, how is she going to play She-Hulk, for Christ's sake? Yeah, I mean, she she could bulk up a little bit, and I mean... I just mean, like, height-wise and everything, you know? Yeah, and that's the whole thing with She-Hulk in the comics, too. You know, she's not the... She's not overbearingly ripped out huge like Bruce Banner's Hulk. You know, she's yeah, more no. of a... But she's, she is still, I mean, tall and muscular frame. So Yeah, definitely. I'll be curious how they kind of... I don't know. I really don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna pull that off. Yeah, I mean we'll have to see. But the acting I know will be on point at least. <laughs> yep, and then I mean at the end of the day, if you get a good actor and you give them a good script, I mean, I think they could do a lot with it. So it's exciting. Yeah, definitely. And last bit of news, this actually just broke today, so uh sorry for all you TikTok and WeChat users out there. It's going to be banned from Dude, US I'm, app stores starting on this Sunday, September 20th. I am personally fucking hurt by this because I watch TikTok. I don't use it really, but like I flip through it. There is some really cool shit on that app. If you look beyond the dumb bimbo teeny boppers that are TikToking what fucking food or diet plan they're on, it has some really interesting shit. So I think it's bullshit they're doing this. Yeah, and I mean, again, anyone... I don't know if you read the full story, but anyone that already has the app downloaded, you will still be able to use it fully. So the ecosystem, yeah. everything is going to stay there, but there's going to be no more updates, and nobody can go in and download the app once this hits. And they're going to a recipe for failure. After a while, it's just going to die out. You know, it will. It will. And I mean, if you remember, I mean, TikTok is pretty much the newer generation of Vine. Remember, we had Vine back in the day. Very right, similar. Yeah. But, I mean, it is, you know, it's a Chinese-owned app. Um, I, be, I believe it's Tencent and ByteDance that, that own these apps. And, you know, it's all, they're, they're spinning it. The government is saying, hey, they own these apps. It's pretty much allowing China to spy on the U.S. populace. So, yeah. but, I mean, let's be real. I mean, like, even, even, the Ameri- even the American-made apps are all spying on us anyway, but they own them, so they don't I give mean, a shit. Yeah. Dude, does the big fucking orange human Cheeto in the office realize the device you watch TikTok on is literally a spy machine? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's fucking ridiculous, dude. I don't want to live in this world anymore. Yeah, and I forget, um, there's a hard cutoff date. I think it may be in November, but I know when it hits that date, um, if things like this don't get resolved, that it will effectively completely terminate the app uh, for everybody. So, yeah, it'll be be interesting to see because I know it's one of the most more, the more popular apps out there right now. Absolutely. But that being said, let's get into our random recap of the week. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. And today we will be discussing Sony PlayStation 5 Live Showcase Event, which just <laughs> which just took place this past Wednesday, and 
I mean, quick thoughts. I mean, we're going to be talking about some of these games that they showed off, ones that we're excited about. A couple different things here. Um, oh, Brian, did I lose you? No, I'm good. I just had to put my phone down real quick. Mm. So, I mean, my biggest takeaway, before we even get into the games themselves, we actually, once again, I mean, Sony, again, I'm, I'm an Xbox truther. I always have been. I'm sorry, Sony. <laughs> uh, angry, angry Joe show shout out right there. But I mean, they killed them. Sony absolutely killed the Xbox again with this showcase, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, dude. The thing is, too, it's not like Sony did amazing because I've seen better from them. But compared to what we've seen from Xbox and compared to what we've seen from Sony before this. They came out swinging, and it it was looking good, you know? Yeah, and I think the biggest thing that you and I talked about after this event was the gameplay. We actually got to see a lot of gameplay. And in Microsoft's last event, you know, they talked up gameplay so much, but it was all just cinematic trailers. Right. And in they this event... Up to get hit, you, know? you know, in this event, we were seeing a lot of in-game shit going on, which was nice to see. Yeah. Definitely, and I mean, not only that, but I'm sure we'll talk more about it later, but the price points PlayStation landed with are in direct competition with Xbox, so, yeah. But I mean, what other way can you, and you and I were kind of uh, live texting back and forth while watching this event, but I mean, Sony kicks it off with just a huge kick to Xbox nuts, so, (laughs) I mean, Final Fantasy 16 gets announced, and dude, I mean, it looks awesome. Like it's it's yeah. a, it's a lot. I mean, I know like the Final Fantasy, the more anime aesthetic games aren't your cup of tea. This almost had like darker, like Witcher three type vibes. They're going in a much yeah, darker, more realistic direction. It looks badass. It looked good to me. I mean, Final Fantasy has never really drawn my eye to begin with, but this one, I was watching it and I was like, oh yeah, I can get on board with that. And the fact, you know, right at the end, console exclusive. And you you and I both know, man, Final Fantasy moves consoles. Right. And, I mean, it's kind of a trick on words, too, because they say, yes, console exclusive. It is coming to PC. Which everyone assumes, like, oh, you'll never be able to play it on Microsoft, blah, blah, blah. But let's not forget, the Xbox is (laughs) on the PC now. And you can play it through their service, you know, so. Yeah, and I don't know if this is something that they would add to their Game Pass service. Uh, or, again, if you can just play it on PC through something like Steam. But it'll be something to watch, and it it piqued my interest, for sure. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But then they followed it up with what is a true console exclusive. You won't be able to play this game Absolutely. anywhere other than PlayStation. But Spider-Man nope. Miles Morales... It looks good, man. We got to see some combat yeah. footage, and you and I both kind of said, like, we were a little nervous that this was going to be more of just a glorified DLC to the other Spider-Man game that came out. That does not yeah. look to be the case, man. Like, Miles Morales looks like he fights and handles way different than the Peter Parker version. There's some similarities, but for the most part, yeah, he's got a different power set, and... um I think they mixed it up enough to where it's going to feel like playing a different character. And just let me tell you, dude, 
Spider-Man was one of my all-time favorite games last year, so I am fucking hyped about this one. And how fun would it be, I mean, if they if they even tie in Miles, like, you know, his cloaking stealth ability and actually have full-on, like, stealth missions? Right, yeah, dude, because I, when I saw him go invisible, I was like, oh, shit, you know? <laughs> There's a lot of potential there, definitely. So, again, that was all well and good. That wasn't a new announcement, though. We knew that game was coming. The next, the next game, in my opinion, that they showed, this is the one that blew me away, and I was like, holy shit, they just killed it. So, all of the Harry Potter leaks were correct. Hogwarts Legacy is coming to the PlayStation 5 next year. And also, it's not a console exclusive, but, again, they got to world premiere this in their showcase, which gives it that illusion. And I'm stoked, man. Full-on, just Harry Potter world, set in Hogwarts, role-playing game. And, I mean, dude, if, if they add like Quidditch to this, almost like the old school Quidditch World Cup game, I'm going to lose my shit. Well, see, dude, the thing is, it's like there's a lot of mystery surrounding the game right now because it looked great from the trailer and it's being developed by Avalanche, so it's got a lot of promising stuff going on for it, but at the same time, we haven't heard anything about it till now, so it's like we need more. We need more information, you know? Yeah, and I think we'll we'll get it. We'll get it in the near yeah. future, but the fact that they they were able to kind of finagle uh, Warner Bros. to actually be able to announce that during their showcase, I think that that gave them a lot of a lot of yeah. hype. Definitely gave them a lot of clout. <laughs> so then they they kind of went back to after that big announcement. They announced a couple games that we've already seen in the last couple showcases and that have been teased. So. We got Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, yep. And it looked gritty, man. It definitely looked gritty. You have the little remote control Rocket League looking car exploding shit. So, I mean, how did it you feel about like, this trailer? Um, it looks kind of like they went a little kill zone with it, with the uh, up-close animations, the execution animations, because um, there wasn't a lot of that in the last Call of Duties, from what I can remember. I mean, Modern Warfare did a little bit, but yeah, it looks really good. Black Ops two and one was my favorite Call of Duty ever, so I'm I'm actually downloading the alpha right now. That's the other thing, dude. They got the multiplayer alpha exclusive to PlayStation that's available this weekend. So that's another huge thing for PlayStation. <clears throat> yeah, the kids love their Call of Duty. Sure do. You know they can't TikTok anymore, so they're gonna be hopping back on the the, the freaking Playstations and the, the Xbox. Dude. I can't imagine the backlash from TikTok. I'm just waiting for it. <laughs> and we also uh, we got another look at the very creepy-looking Resident Evil 8, a.k.a. Village, yep. which, I mean, it looks cool. looks cool. Survival it horror. Does, yeah. <clears throat> I played 7. It scared the absolute shit out of me. Um, believe it or not, for a horror guy like me, I have a hard fucking time playing horror games, dude. <laughs> It's weird. It's playing the game rather than watching a movie. It's so much different, and it puts my anxiety on full fucking blast. All right, I want to put a request in. Can next uh, gameplay video? Can we do Brian plays uh, Outlast? I'd be willing to. I mean, uh, it'd be embarrassing, but I'll do it for the cast. <laughs> <laughs> we also got to see Death Loop uh, coming out by Arcane Studios, which I mean, yep. it looks it looks fun, uh, almost like a Borderlands vibe, a little bit, keeping it kind of comical and not too overtly serious but 
looks cool. It, it looks like it ties into, um, you know, uh, like time travel a little bit when you die. Looks like it kind of resets back and you get to do things again. So, I mean, right. you, you so mentioned. What I've heard about the game is um, it sounds fucking cool because basically each level you're on a you you're on a loop and every time you die you go back to the beginning and you can play the level out differently and how I believe don't quote me on this but how you finish out that level and how you execute your attacks can change the story by each level you know what I mean really yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. It's it's a cool concept, and it you yeah, know, it, it looks neat and different enough that it could be a standout game. Uh, well, let's talk about a rehash of a game, Devil May Cry Five. Uh, it's yeah. coming out with a kind of a I don't want to say a remake, but a kind of a redo. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like they're giving it, they're spit shining it a bit, and re-releasing it on the PlayStation Five. Did you play uh, play DMC Five? I played about the first half. I forget what happened. I think another game came out. But, dude, if you were a fan of the first trilogy, then this is completely up your alley. It was a wicked badass game. The soundtrack was amazing. And, um, yeah, I mean, I will say it's better than getting another fucking GTA Five or Skyrim remake on the PS5. So at least they're rebooting something unlikely you know yeah we also got to see the new odd world game coming out odd world soul storm uh trailer yeah. looks pretty cool i was always a huge fan of the odd world odd world games back in the day uh, right you know the original abe's odyssey i think it was munch's odyssey and a couple of the other ones they were always fun games um yeah i mean it looks like they're sticking to the old school platforming style um that was that was can- no i'm sorry go ahead no, yeah, I mean, it can be fun, but at the same time, I don't know if they're uh, catching up with the times enough, you know? Yeah, and that's kind of how I felt when I watched the trailer. Um, I was I was just very under, I don't want to say underwhelmed, maybe I was just whelmed, but yeah. I was just like, okay, it's an odd world game, but it didn't look like they innovated the formula too much, so we'll have to wait and see. Speaking of creepy games, Five Nights is back. Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's. Security I've breach. I've never played one of these games, dude. I don't know why it's gone under my radar, but I haven't. It looks, it looks pretty cool. looks creeptastic. Yeah. I mean, it, the variety in games they showed us is what's good, so I'll take anything, you know? Yeah, and <laughs> this last one here was, again, it was up there for me with Harry Potter. But, again, we've already we've known this announcement they already had it, you know, a little over a month ago, but Demon Souls, it's the full on remake, but we got to see like a decent trailer with combat. Yeah. I mean, graphically, yep. I love it. I love the aesthetic. It looks great. My one complaint um, coming from more of a, you know, all the Dark Souls backgrounds is that it just seemed the combat. It seems a little bit floaty, like a lot of yeah. the, a lot of the attacks didn't seem to have like a lot behind them. Um, because right. he was literally just blocking with the shield. I mean, I understand, like, maybe the build that he had in the game, his poise was through the roof, which will let yeah. you do that a little bit, but I think it would have been... I, I think they'll fix it, because that's the big thing with the, the Souls games, is that the combat, like, when you put on heavy armor, or you get hit with a weapon or a shield, you can almost feel it through the game. Uh, you can yeah. feel the weight of the attacks and the armor. And we both... Def- 
really caught this early. We texted each other like, yep, yeah, we notice how the blocking, it doesn't feel like you're blocking, blah, blah, blah. I think they just wanted to rush the gameplay out in order to get some hype up for it. Yeah. And I, I hope you're right, and I think you're right in that they're going to add all that weight throughout the next however long they have to release it, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm not concerned. I think I think overall it looks amazing. And, yeah, you definitely. Know, it's, this franchise is one of the reasons that I'm still seriously considering looking at a PS5 this generation. Uh, right. So we also finally got the price. So the PlayStation 5 is launching in November, priced at 499, and they're also uh-huh. launching their fully digital console at 399, which right. which is nice because um you know, I understand the Xbox Series S as in Sam, you know, that's coming at that's coming in at 299, which is a good value, but it's a gimped console. So it's Right. So a lot of people don't understand that the digital version of the PlayStation 5 is literally the PS5 with no disk drive. Yeah. Whereas this Series S is a uh, less powerful console than the Series X. Yeah, and I think that's going to be one of the things like going into the holidays, and that's going to confuse a lot of parents. And I can't even imagine how many parents are going to buy the all-digital version the kid's going to open it up, and then they're going to say, oh, by the way, we got you these, and it's going to be like three or four <laughs> physical copies of games that they won't right. even be able to play. I mean, the look alone is so much different, and just, I don't like it. I like the refrigerator style better. Yeah, I, I aesthetically, I do. I like the Xbox Series X, just the, the simplicity of it. Uh, I wasn't a huge so, fan of the S, but... I have a compare chart pulled up in front of me real quick, just for anyone who wants a little knowledge on it. So the CPU and GPU both look like they're... Oh, no, the GPU is actually a little different as well. But the power is difference between 12.15 teraflops for the Series X and 4 teraflops for the Series S. Yeah, which is significant. one of many differences in it. So, yeah, if you're an Xbox guy and you're planning on getting something, make sure you uh, rethink that lower price. Yeah, yeah, I think you know in the long in the long run you're really going to shortchange yourself, uh, not just ponying up the two the two hundred extra dollars, but not only that, dude, but a digital only console with five hundred and twelve gigs of storage for a terabyte, which seems odd to me. It does, and I I should mention to it that the very last thing that they teased in the show game wise, uh, new God of War, Ragnarok, which right. hugely exciting, but we didn't get to see really anything on that. Just a no, quick trailer. I'm glad that it's coming out in 2021. Um, I'll take anything God of War. So I was excited to see it, but I was hoping to see some kind of cinematic trailer or something. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so we know what's coming out. Um, they're saying that the launch games, the five games are launching, I believe it's $70 a pop. So it looks like the average game price is going to go from 60 to 70 which sucks, yeah. but... Um, and then really the, the two last things I want to talk about. So the, the last thing I want to talk about is how the pre-orders went. Cause that was a cluster F but before we yeah. get into that, let's talk about their, their hyping up the PlayStation plus collection. Uh, I'm guessing maybe this is their start of a way to battle game pass a little bit from Microsoft. I mean, it doesn't yeah. seem like there's a ton of added value with their plus collection yet, but maybe they'll add more titles as time goes on. The good 
thing is, so anyone making the switch from Xbox to PlayStation 5 will, the draw will be, they get to play all those badass exclusives on the PS5. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the drawback being Game Pass offers new games day one sometimes, and PlayStation Plus Pass or whatever they're calling it will not for, at least for the time being. They might upgrade it, but yeah, for now it's just the exclusives from PS4. And that's my concern for Xbox going forward because you know you've seen so many people that really the one thing they keep defending on the xbox is but game pass it's got game pass yeah. it's got game pass what is to i mean i can't imagine them having a stranglehold on that type of game delivery i mean i would think sony would be able to do something to similar well they have playstation now and that was their answer to game pass but what it is it's like a netflix for video games you stream the games live um it's laggy it doesn't work that well and it just didn't work out which is why you don't hear about it but literally that was their answer for game pass so now they're trying something different yeah and i think that's the that was the big mistake on their part i mean with with a lot of these games the way the frame rates work now especially with multiplayer i mean you can't be you can't be streaming it you know uh, from somewhere else i mean you need to have it you know, hard downloaded on your console, but right. Speaking of pre-orders, so we knew the Xbox Series X and S pre-orders are going live on September 22nd. Microsoft was very clear with that. PlayStation came out and said, "All right, <laughs> our pre-orders are going to open tomorrow at this time." And then, pretty much, Walmart was like, "Fuck it!" They literally <laughs> they opened the pre-orders, and it was like within an hour of this show happening and the floodgates opened as soon as walmart did that every other single vendor said screw it and they all put them online everything sold out within like minutes so i mean if you were lucky enough to snag one of these good on you uh i already see a couple you know amazon sent out a uh an update there's a couple others that have saying hey just an fyi we may not be able to get you your console on launch day so they're already pre-warning people about that. But yeah. it, it sucks, man, because within, literally like clockwork, within 15 minutes of these pre-orders going live and selling out, eBay was flooded. You know, Dude, eBay- $5,000 consoles, like- Yeah, the, the average- trash humans. <laughs> the average price was like between 800 and a grand. So they were yeah. roughly doubling the price of the console. But this, again, this is an issue that all of these scalpers, I shouldn't say all, but most of them now, they have like scripts they can write, bots they can have ready to go to scoop all these things up so the average consumer can't get them. At this point, yeah. why why aren't they using like a like a capture type system where to prove you're an actual human yeah. like, to make you go through the thing so the bots can't do this? So I don't get it. I mean, maybe it's because that's how they make their money. You know, who knows? Maybe that's why the the pre-order sell out so fast but i wasn't looking to pre-order one right away anyway first of all with covid there's no guarantee you're going to get it on launch day second of all with the production over in japan or wherever they do it who knows what kind of bugs these launch consoles are going to have you know so i don't mind waiting for six months to a year well especially where a lot of the the games coming out are still going to be fully playable on the ps4 Exactly. The 
games right up front, Miles Morales and um, even Horizon can be played on the PS4. I I don't see a reason to upgrade yet. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm probably still going to pull the trigger on the Xbox Series X only because I've been out of the the Xbox console generation now for about two years um, since I right. fully embraced the Switch and and PC gaming, but. I don't know, man. It, I can tell you right now, if I go to pre-order this thing and everywhere I'm looking, this thing's sold out or people are marking it up, screw it. I'll do the same thing. I'll just wait. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. See, the Xbox, the other draw, the only other draw they have, they have that payment plan going for it, which is very enticing for a lot of people. You know, if you're paying 35 bucks a month for two years, no interest, and you get everything, console, Game Pass, and Microsoft Online, that's a pretty sweet deal. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. It it's it's unheard of. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's like an advanced layaway program. It's like, hey, while you're paying it off, you get to have it. Um, yeah. So I mean, it is it is intriguing for people that can't pony up, you know, the the cash right away uh, to go out and get it. And let's face it, I mean, with COVID hitting and uh, times are tough for everybody. This is gonna oh, be yeah. this is gonna be a, a very strange launch for these consoles in this generation yes it is it'll be interesting to see where it goes <laughs> but i think we've covered it all brian uh in closing anything else you want to talk about so. goodbye Expo. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding honestly dude um the only thing separating these consoles is exclusive so if you're okay with not playing playstation exclusives get what you want console wars are bullshit they both got the power um it's, it's a good time for gamers. That's all I know. I hear you. Well, thanks for listening, Randos. We are Fandom at Random. We'll be back next week. See you later. Adios.